0: The college football experienced college football playoff reaction show <laughs> on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by win bet. win bet. is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia from boosted same game parlays to live in game odds. Win bet is what you need to win. Sign up today. Bet a hundred dollars. Get a hundred dollar free bet at sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet at sports gambling slash W Y N N B E T State. Restrictions apply. But grab that thing and let it ride. This is
1: Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi State, and you're listening to
0: SGPN,
1: let it ride.
0: experience. College football, invitational reaction show. you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, my name is Colby Swig at database dad, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists
1: and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a
0: superstar.
1: Uh, summertime is maybe good. Summertime is maybe shit.
0: I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. <laughs> oh. uh, it's, it's been a while. I, I just want to get in here and talk some football. What a magical weekend we just had in the college football world. Uh, I am joined by my co host, Give It Up For the DFS God Himself, the rooftop IPA drinking. Brew making, tobacco road living, the free lock given former former Hernandez Basketball League MVP, give it over Ed C Nick in the place to be. There we go, dude. You uh,
1: started off the podcast like Michigan started off the uh,
0: CFP semifinal. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes like when you when you, when you're going into it and you say the uh, the college football experience, college football playoffs, it sounds a bit redundant, so I hesitated. <laughs> uh, but yes, Michigan. Well, you know, I kind of. I kind of foresaw that. I thought, I thought the, that uh, TCU was getting disrespected really all year, all year. I felt like you know, people were living Michigan played. No one. I mean, yes, they got the Ohio state win, but other than that, okay. Ohio state and Penn state, but those were both, uh, you know, towards the end of the year throughout the season, they didn't play. They should have lost to Illinois. I thought, right. And I thought, meanwhile, TCU is going through this gauntlet you know, left and right of, of, you know, good play uh, with with teams that were much more complete. Like, okay. Michigan went to Iowa and won in, in September, but Iowa as much as we love Iowa, they don't have an offense. So right. you're not really, you're not really tested on that side of the ball. I was, especially,
1: especially this year.
0: Yeah. I mean, I was scored what seven against South Dakota state, you know what I mean? Uh, and one in, in a winning effort. Uh, with two safeties and a field goal. Um, so I, it didn't. It, I. I mean, I was all year. I felt like, hey, I thought uh, Joe Gillespie, the defensive coordinator of TCU, was was criminally underrated. Sure. And uh, you know, it's funny. I I got into it with uh with some with some fan of ours who was trying to say TCU's defense sucked. They gave up forty five points. I'm like they scored basically 21 though. When you consider the two pick sixes and then the fumble recovery inside the five and the other fourth down stop inside the five, you could argue their defense is responsible for fucking 28 points in a way uh, in that game. But I thought the defense you, you look at 13 t- tackles uh, behind the line of scrimmage uh, three for 15 holding Michigan on third and fourth down. I thought it was a great performance defensively. I know you see the 45 points, but
1: yeah. I mean, I don't know if we're going to just dive fully into this game right off the bat, uh, but look, you were two and oh. you, you went both dogs, both dogs covered easily, you know, almost very, very close to both dogs winning outright. I was dead wrong. You know, I think uh, the last few years I've been nailing a lot of these playoff games, right? Not this year. I was on both favorites. And if you look at it, I mean, we've had what eight years. So this is the ninth year of the college football playoffs. So we have eight seasons before this, which means 16 semifinal games. And of those 16 games, do you know how many were decided by one score or less?
0: Probably just like one, right? Three actually Okay, three of 16. I remember that like Georgia, Oklahoma game. That was the only one I was thinking. Yeah. So
1: the three games decided by one score or less 2019, 2020 Clemson, Ohio state Clemson wins by six. You have to go uh, to the, uh, the, the two overtime Georgia, Oklahoma game. From 2018. And then the very first year of the college football playoff, uh, Ohio state beat Alabama 42 35. So we've come accustomed to a lot of lopsided games in the semifinals. And then usually we have a pretty good final. That's kind of been the way it's been working out most years. Uh, but other than a lack of defense, for the most part, we were treated to two crazy, fantastic games, uh, New Year's Eve, and it was a lot of fun to watch both of them. That's for sure. Great games.
0: Yeah, no, and uh, I mean, I think this is a result. A lot of it of probably the talent being spread out. I, I've heard that, and
1: I don't know if we can say that just yet. I think we need a little bit more of a sample size. We just have one year and two games. Uh, but it very well could be the, the, the start of more of that. But I think it's too too early to see. We knew this year in college football, there really wasn't any team that was head and shoulders above anybody else. Yeah. Now, is that because of the transfer portal and NIL? It potentially, or it might have just been one of those years where there wasn't a really dominant team.
0: Well, I can tell you this Patty is not on this episode with us. Hope I, I was hoping to get him on because I wanted to bring up this factor and you know, I guess we can dive into the game. Well, actually let's go into the game first. What were your biggest surprises in the TCU Michigan game? As far as like, <laughs> I, I was shocked. They did the Philly special, you know, on the first drive when you're like a power football team, I don't think seriously you, yeah. you,
1: you have the bigger team, the more athletic team, the stronger team, you name it. And then to, to throw out that gimmick play there was, was shocking first off, I thought maybe kick the field goal there. I don't know. I don't, I don't hate going for it on fourth and two, uh, but the play call was very, very questionable. I thought if anything, it should be TCU doing that play rather than Michigan. Um, But yeah, I mean, so TCU has been, but not break defense. What I guess it did enough.
0: Well, it did a great job on the defensive line. Like they bottled up the run game for a lot of that. I know that that big run, uh, you know, uh, early in the game, but for like, I feel like pretty much after that first drive all the way until like mid third quarter, I thought they did a great job on the defensive line, like uh, uh, on the, the the quote unquote best offensive line in America, Michigan's. Yeah. But
1: if you look at, I mean, Michigan throws two pick sixes and they squander two drives where they had the ball at inside the two yard line. True. The, yeah. the fact that they had a chance to win this game at the end is pretty crazy given that, uh, I mean, any game where you throw two pick sixes, what are the chances of you winning? <laughs> it's, yeah. It's got to be percent I mean, t- 2%, something crazy like that.
0: But at the same time, like what TCU, obviously uh, Miller gets knocked out of the game. The freshman running back fumbles inside the, uh, inside his own 20, right. Or 25 I think, I think turnovers was, was three, three. So yeah. the, the, the turnover battle was even that's no. And then, uh, but the, the thing was, is they shot themselves in the foot. TCU did. There was a wide receiver that dropped a pass right off his hands that got picked off. Yeah. Um. I, I felt like all three of their turnovers were, were a lot of self-inflicted turnovers as well. It wasn't kind of just like this amazing play by. Uh, by Michigan or anything. Um, so, but two other, th- so the um, TCU Ben, but,
1: but not break defense. I mentioned, I mean, they did make uh, Moody, the Michigan kicker attempt three field goals. And it seemed like Michigan was having problems punching the ball in all night. Yeah. Uh, and then the running game, if, if you would have told me TCU was going to run for 80 more, 81 more yards than Michigan and an average 6.4 yards per carry then I I would have said you were crazy before this game because Miller
0: getting knocked out of the game.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, played great. Yeah. Uh, So TCU ran for 263 yards. I didn't see that coming. I mean, most of my handicap for this game was I thought Michigan had the better defense and the better run game. Turns out probably not the case. I mean, TCU had, uh, what four plays of 30 or more yards. Uh, Quentin Johnston showed that he was one of the best receivers in the country. He had catches of 76 yards of 46 yards of 32 yards. And then the other play was that 69 yard run by uh, demarcado but crazy game. I mean, it started off kind of slow. And then the third quarter and the fourth quarter, I mean, geez, it seemed like I was at a, a new year's Eve party playing cards, watching the game at the same time. It seemed like every time I looked up, Somebody was scoring touchdown.
0: Oh yeah, that one third, like that's forty
1: four combined third quarter points and twenty five combined fourth quarter points in yeah. a game that where the over under was 59 and a half. So no, that, just that, the second half went <laughs> over for the whole game.
0: There was a second where I wanted to vomit on on like like five <laughs> straight plays. I feel like I was like somebody play some fucking defense, make but, a tackle, you know, defend it, a pass, knock a ball down, do something. Jeez. But it's it's kind of like how I. Projected it. I, re- I, 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 like I thought Gillespie would be able to bottle up the run enough that McNamara was gonna have to beat them. Yeah. Uh, wait, uh, not my, not McNamara. Sorry, McCarthy. Yeah, McCarthy. McCarthy w- was gonna have to beat them. Um, and I thought he has been inaccurate all year. He hasn't been consistent at being able to throw all year.
1: He had a good game other than the two pick sixes. Well, that's which, what I'm saying. But I, mean, I,
0: I expected that with my, I was like, dude, Gillespie's going to bottle up the run some, and he's not accurate enough to maintain all game. Now I didn't know they'd be pick sixes, but I thought they'd be able to turn him over. Yeah. And, yeah. and then on the other side of things, I thought Lincoln Riley's brother, uh, the offense coordinator of, of, of TCU Garrett Riley, I thought he he's going to be able to scheme himself big plays against Michigan's even though Michigan's defense is good. You can't like the they have a uh, NFL wide receiver to me, uh, NFL caliber running back, and then Max Duggan who can do both well. Yeah, you right. know what I mean. So it almost makes it r- just really hard to guard. Um, go go back to the
1: TCU rushing attack there for one more second. So the most Michigan had given up on the ground this year was 148 yards to the eye. If you look at some of of the other games, I won't even mention the games against Colorado State and Yukon and Hawaii because come on, but on the ground, they only allowed 37 yards rushing to Michigan State, uh, 35 yards rushing to Iowa, 19 yards rushing for Indiana, uh, 75 yards rushing for Nebraska, 14 yards rushing for Rutgers. This was one of the best run defenses in the country. Now, the Big Ten was pretty soft. So uh, I, was, I was teams... about to say
0: you 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 call them lawn chair universities like with other yeah. quarterbacks they have all, they haven't played a team like Max Duggan, I think he was less than 50% passing, but it doesn't matter. Cause his hits were, were, were like 80 yard touchdowns, but yeah, um, but his, his, his wheels hit the dual threat, the option read that they would run sure. with him and whatever running back they were using at the time. I, I can't think of anyone in the big 10 off the top of my head that actually does that. I'm thinking, okay, I mean, I I'm drawing a blank right now. Maybe you could say Stroud
1: Stroud ran more than usual in the nightcap, but he usually he's not one to pull it down and and run too much. So you're right. I mean, there's not a whole lot of Tolia, maybe a little bit. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. a little bit, but I mean, still, he's not running for like a hundred yards a game. You know, he doesn't do what Duggan does. So in general, like I've been sleeping on TCU all year and I'm kind of pissed at myself for doing that because even in the off season, you know, you guys would call me big 12 hater, but I would say, well, you know, if I had a team in the big 12, it was, it would be TCU, but this year I kept on expecting them to lose. I didn't really enjoy their, their run. And, and that kind of th- the same thing with this game here. Cause I thought they were going to lose and I bet on Michigan. So therefore I couldn't really root for TCU. So I'm tired. Ty- I should have enjoyed this hell of a season by a team that came out of freaking nowhere. What was the yeah. record last year? Five and
0: seven or something. Yeah. Five and seven. But Hey, you know what I thought was fantastic is, uh, you know, Duggan wasn't the starting quarterback. Colorado knocks out Chandler Morris. Yeah. And Duggan gets the starting now, but he didn't transfer out. And I love that. And I also to think quick, qu- uh, the, the receiver Johnson. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, whoever shared that thing of him calling his dad and asking to, him to transfer, he basically asked his dad, like, dad, you think I should transfer? And his dad's pretty much saying like, they've been good to you be good to them. And now look, and, and he goes, and I believe good things can happen to you. And boom, <laughs> look at this. Now he's playing for the national championship. Phenomenal story. Uh, for sure, I want to yeah, address sure. those look Michigan. Okay. The refs were bad on both sides, by the way, on fucking both sides, there was an incompletion at a critical time that Michigan got, uh, and they were able to hurry up and they didn't review it. There was also a terrible uh, uh, roughing the passer, but obviously they m- missed that call in the end zone. And they, yeah, I, I actually yeah. don't think they could have, they should have cards they should have called uh targeting on the final play. I don't, I don't think so.
1: I'm fine with that too. The end zone yeah. play where they put the ball at the one or the half yard line and then Michigan fumbled. That was ridiculous. I mean, that is yeah. anybody watching that. I don't care who you are. Yeah, My, my wife would have been said touchdown. You know, it's yeah. like when you, when you break down plays in such, you know, minutia of the replay, Come on, man. That's a touchdown.
0: Agreed. It was, Agreed. It was obvious, but it was a touchdown. But
1: a touchdown.
0: at the same time you're at the half yard line and you fumble the very next play, get your shit together. Why so, not do a quarterback
1: sneak? Why yeah. are you, Why are you handing off to the fullback who doesn't touch the ball all game? That was, that was his one attempt.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That no, that's what I'm Washington saying. Attempt. And the so, Michigan fans that were bitching all about the refs, like, yes, it was a terrible refereed game. I'm not arguing that that should have been a touchdown, right. but at the same time, you never had the lead the whole fucking game. Yeah all right. You can't bitch when you
1: throw two pick sixes and you can't bitch when you have the ball twice inside the opponent's two yard
0: line and you come away with zero points. Okay. So I
1: don't want to hear it either. Don't, don't give me that whole referee thing. You had your chances. You blew it.
0: Yeah. uh, I wanted, uh, but if Patty C was here, I wanted to address this. So TCU's last four recruiting rankings, 54th, 42nd, (laughs) 32nd, 30, uh, 33rd average. uh, The average on that is 38th. Meanwhile, uh, Georgia third, in their f- composite Ohio state, six, Michigan, 10. Just want to, just want to see how he's doing. Just want to see how go. he's doing over there on, <laughs> on, on his little uh, high horse of, of college football recruiting Of recruiting um, is everything, right? Yeah. I mean, and we're, we can, t- we're going to talk about another one in a second here, but uh, also, you know, one other thing I liked was TCU's uh, TCU's
1: coach at, at, after the end of the game, you know, giving a little shout out to his dad and Mike Leach, cause he is a Leach disciple classy move. How can you not root for TCU now, especially playing big, bad Georgia defending champions? Like who is in, who's not rooting for TCU now. Okay. I'm sorry. I wasn't all year
0: long, but I am now <laughs> uh, he's back on the train. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, uh, they're a great story. I've seen 13 and a half, 14 point dogs already. But before we, we touch that, cause we'll touch that later in the week. Uh, but they're gonna be dogs again can they do it one more time is the question uh meanwhile though on the other side of things man I had Ohio State money line as well as Ohio State plus the points and you want to talk about your all-time greatest chokes going into the fourth quarter up 14 and you lose yep I want to say up 14 and with the ball to start the fourth if memory serves me correct and you lose uh and I thought, I honestly believe Ohio State was the better team in that particular game.
1: For most of it, for at least 3 yeah. quarters of it, but when you do get outscored 17 to 3 in the 4th quarter,
0: 18 to 3 yeah. I think. Yeah, right. They, they went for two, three, they think, went for uh, one two. One yeah, two-point version. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, I mean obviously that's a problem, but yeah, the Buckeyes had leads, uh, they had 21-7, they had a lead of uh 28-24 at the half and then 38-24 to end the 3rd quarter. But, you know, if you look at the Georgia defense. They finally, finally got their shit together because the last touchdown they gave up to Ohio state was with 10 minutes and 30 seconds to go in the third quarter. So but from that point on, it was, it was, it was punt field goal, punt field goal, miss field goal
0: game over. You know what that might've been too though. And no, it was not fucking targeting you fucking losers out there. There's so many <laughs> little bitches that are complaining for targeting. Fuck you. All right. And I had Ohio state money line. That was not targeting. However, Marvin Harrison Jr. getting knocked out of the game. He was scorching. Yeah. He was scorching right. the uh, the Georgia secondary. That was huge. They uh, were already
1: down Smith Najiba, who really hasn't played much all year, but that it certainly didn't help to lose. Trayvon Henderson, too. Yeah. Uh yeah. Well, that's one one thing we can we can talk about too is the lack of a rushing game. Yeah. Without Trayvon Henderson, the uh what let's take a look here. Uh, the Buckeyes as a team. Yeah. They just ran for 119 yards, rushing only 3.7 yards per carry. Their running backs only ran for 79 yards. So obviously they missed Henderson. Compare that to Georgia's running backs who ran for over 150 yards combined. They're, you know, they're three headed monster of McIntosh, Edwards and Milton. And um, those guys averaged 9.6 yards per carry.
0: And Jim Knowles has improved that defense, but that defense is still not great for Ohio state because man Stetson Bennett, shout out to him. I don't think I've ever seen him play that good down the stretch. Right. And I know we don't want
1: to get too much into the national championship right now. Cause we'll cover that later in the week. But if you're TCU, I don't think Bennett is going to make all the mistakes that McCarthy did
0: true. And I actually, well, I actually watching the game. I thought, oh man, TCU can beat Ohio state. Cause I thought Ohio state was going to win this thing questionable, dude, this Georgia was incredibly lucky this game. I don't care. You know, like Georgia, maybe the better team if they play again tomorrow, I don't know. But the, the fact Brock Bowers doesn't go out of bounds on that uh, pivotal play, the fact that Kirby smart calls timeout and the ref acknowledges it, but the play is already going. So I, I can understand Ohio state fans anger at that. But I also did know he signaled it before, even though it looked like the ref didn't acknowledge it until until the game was starting or the play was starting Um, between those two. And then I thought even Ryan day's clock management, I thought Ryan day, not calling the timeout after the big Stroud run to get him in, into somewhat field goal range. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? You have two timeouts. Use one right now. You're going to take 20 seconds off the clock running up the field. Your whole team's got to get on, on the line of scrimmage. And I think had you called timeout there, you would have, you would have had more time to move the, move the ball forward. You know what I mean? True. And yeah, I mean, you have one of the best kickers in college football, but he was
1: still kicking a 50 yarder
0: and he had never made a 50 yarder in his career. Yeah. This is
1: college kickers. And you can tell he, he tried to get, you know, too much leg into it and and just, you know, completely missed, you know, But, but right there, I mean, you had a chance to win. So I don't know if, I think, you know, I was actually at that party. I mentioned uh, one of the guy who's hosting the party, big Buckeye fan. And, uh, you know, he was saying that as long as Ohio state doesn't get blown out, he thinks, um, who's the coach again, what's his name? Ryan day. Yeah. Ryan day is on safe ground, but he was saying if, if, if Ohio state gets blown out, Ryan day might be looking for a job. So I say that because yeah, there was a lot of things day could have done better in order to put them in a better position to win, to to kick a, a shorter field goal. I guess at the end of the day though, they had one of the best kickers lining up for a chance to go to the national championship, you know? So you can't say, still. you got to move
0: the ball a little bit there. He got very, like, I just thought you got to call a timeout on that play. Then you have, you can do anything. Uh, You still have another timeout. You have a lot more time. So it opens up the playbook a little bit more, Right. but Um, I'm not
1: surprised the more experienced team in, 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 in pressure situations owned the fourth quarter.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they did. They did and uh kudos to Georgia because uh, Stetson Bennett pl- some phenomenal throws down the stretch I thought that I'm just sitting there like I can't believe Stetson Bennett's doing this again. Again. <laughs> um but yeah, shout out to them they get the dub. And uh I got the cover loss on the money line, but I did have state with the with the points. Um and that sets up for 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 Georgia TCU, you know, TCU was not ranked at all. Uh You surprised 13 and a half point spread a little
1: bit. I mean, after watching these games and after seeing what TCU did to Michigan and how, how up TCU was for most of that game, I'm a little surprised. I think it's going to be tough to lay that, that big of a number on Georgia, you know, but I can see also why, you know, but people have been, been, been sleeping on TCU all year. And and that, that hasn't changed looking at this opening line here. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, I think if any of the opening line might fire up TCU, but we will see. Uh, We'll we'll talk that game later. I mean, you're the
1: national championship. I don't think I don't think you need to be fired up. (laughs) If if you're not fired up already, then you have a problem. But uh, sure, it's it's some you know bulletin uh, board material.
0: Broadway Joe was a 19 point dog uh, against the Baltimore Colts in uh, the Orange Bowl, and and he he (laughs) he he made sure that uh, the rest of the team knew that they were 19 point dogs. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Wanted to touch base on a couple other, a uh, couple other games, hail state, our boy, Mike one awesome. Leach, uh, you know, obviously rest in peace to Mike Leach, but his team gets it done 1910. Uh, even on the final play of the game, they, they, for the people <laughs> that got the number late that it was at three and a half, they get the cover on a, on a crazy, uh, they take it back to the house when Illinois was trying to pitch the ball all around. Um,
1: you think Mike Leach has something to do with that? You think he
0: was trying to help
1: out some of those folks that were, uh, you know, betting on uh, Mississippi State?
0: <laughs> no, knowing Coach Leach, you're damn, you're damn well he did want to. Um, that I, was I, that was awesome to see
1: them win. That's for sure.
0: You know, it's a shame, man. I was thinking about this because this they 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 win their ninth game of the season. So his first year there, I forget it was a ten game season, but it, uh, they only won like three or four games. And then last year was seven, and this year nine. And I'm like, damn, I wanted to see him get a couple more years. Yeah. Uh, you know, at, at Mississippi state, because I really think this team uh, could, could, could be contending in the sec West. Um, we'll see, we'll see what, uh, what, what they'll do with uh, the, the, what, what's his name? Will, will, I always say, will No, what's, what's the Bill DC's Rogers. name? No, no, no. The oh. DC Zach Arnett. Oh, 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 I almost yeah. said Will Arnett. That's an actor. Right. Um, right. Tulane 46, USC 45 Great in game. the cotton bowl. Oh man. Oh man. And this is one Patty C I'm still, I'm still curious. Cause wait, we saw Tulane play Lincoln Riley in Oklahoma last year. And they were up majority of that game in Norman. That was a two win Tulane team that only won or that that lost by five in Norman. They were driving with the ball um, this year. They get it done against Lincoln Riley. But this is once again, another one I want to touch on. USC? Well, USC
1: is up 45 30 with four and a half minutes left. And, and- somehow Tulane <laughs> comes back and wins by one. That was fantastic to see Tulane's been had a hell of a season, 12 and two. And you know what? USC is that team that was right on the cusp of making a playoff. If, if this, I know, I know everybody's going to say, well, this, you know, this is reason number one that we do, we need
0: a, a larger playoff. And I agree it is. Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, this would have been a playoff game and you look at USC's recruiting composite 11th two Lanes 75th uh where where's Patty C we got it we gotta get him on the show to talk about now, this
1: motivation wise USC might not have really cared about this game so we can't pick and choose like which bowl games we we True. you know place value in which game and which games we don't uh but still it's nice to see the Green wave knock off the Trojans
0: well especially they beat the big 12 champion too. Yeah, that's right. This isn't this isn't a a fluke. If anything, they beat every team on their schedule. USC is not the Pac twelve champion. True, true, but uh, either 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 or, I'm just saying. Well, uh,
1: and if you want to take a quick breakdown of the bowls, or are you still on this game, or can we move on? No, we can move on. Uh, Yeah, and once again, these like conference records for the bowls. All stupid. All very stupid. I don't know if they they have any meaning whatsoever,
0: but I still Mm. like to track them.
1: Yeah. Uh, Crazy enough, the 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 conference that did the worst was the Big Twelve, just two and six.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. I remember I was in the the chat. I think Noah Beanick mentioned this the other day, and I'm like, dude. Well, Spencer Sanders and like all of Oklahoma State sat out. Yeah, you know, like (laughs) you can go one by one on these on these matchups and say, okay, you know, okay, you know, like I what you got TCU and K State. I think were the only two teams that played everybody, right? Yeah. Um. So they went one and one there, but. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> right. just hard. I, to I don't hold a lot of water and a,
1: a, a, a whole lot of weight, but how about uh, the Mac we, we, there, we you know, there's been a thing, a gambling thing fade the Mac come, come a uh, bowl season. They went four and two so
0: <laughs> Getting it the done. Mac? It's all about <laughs> matchups, man. It is all about matchups yeah, and for, for sure, you know, getting Wyoming getting, uh, who, but there were some good upsets there. Toledo took down Liberty, but getting the situation where obviously Hugh, Hugh strip club freeze was at Auburn by that game, you know, right. Wyoming didn't have any
1: running backs left on their roster yeah. when Ohio beat them. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean you can go each one and, and explain, you know, what happened there, but still for them to be four and two is, it's pretty good. And the only other one that really stood out was um, mountain West, pretty bad, pretty bad bowl season going two and five.
0: Well, they actually had a bowl, uh, a bad regular season too. They yeah, were not, it, they were it, not on par. I mean, they they some of that, year. some of that maybe Hainer was injured for a little bit. I probably think Fresno would have been A little bit better record-wise had Hayner not gone down. Of course,
1: Fresno beat Washington State in the bowl game. That was one of their two wins. Yeah, yeah. The other was Air Force, I believe.
0: It was a good team, but like Boise was down. Even with Boise coming back and becoming good, you know, after firing Tim Plow, after Bachmeyer transferring, they still weren't as good as other Boise years. Yeah,
1: actually, Boise won too. So I think the record was three and five. So that's yeah, that's not bad.
0: Yeah. Um. What other? Uh, I mean, LSU sixty three Purdue seven. I couldn't believe that.
1: <laughs> Dude, Purdue had nobody, uh, no coaches, but still a little surprising. It's that much <laughs> of a route, you know. But that I was couldn't one of the believe... games where it, 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 there was no reason to watch it.
0: Yeah, I didn't watch a second of this, but I couldn't believe the. Uh, th- they only threw for thirty seven yards. I thought they would have their second string QB. Did they? I think they had their third string QB. I don't fucking know. I don't, I don't even w-
1: know who was second string this year. So uh, Austin Burton got most of the snaps. Uh, in this game, and and he didn't do very well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, neither did the other quarterbacks either.
0: <laughs> Purdue took down. I'm sorry, Penn State took down Utah. I know Cam Rising got injured in this game, which is interesting because that he was supposed to announce whether he's coming back or going pro. He yeah,
1: got injured uh, again. Though these games on Monday, it's like who, who cares about these games? <laughs> they're they're <laughs> totally meaningless. Like we've already seen the, the 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 semifinal game. Now the only game anybody cares about. Is the national championship, and you throw these four games on here today? It's like, do we need these?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I guess. Uh, hey, that two lane game was fun. It was,
1: and I watched the second half of Mis- of Mississippi State Illinois, and that was fun, especially with the whole Mike Leach angle.
0: Yeah, uh, Alabama body Kansas State. We should talk about that. That happened on Saturday. Uh man, dude, another reason. Hey, shout out to Bryce Young and Willie Anderson for playing. And I liked what Saban said after that. Yeah. Uh, uh about increasing your value. Um, but man, playing in the dome, they're so fucking fast in the. Do- I should not I don't know why I was taking K State plus the points. I I know the motivational side, but K State K State loses to Texas every year. I don't know if fans know this, but Texas has like a five g- game win streak. It's that they fuck like they fuck around against the uh like the finesse teams they're really they really have a hard time against. And Alabama's a mixture like Texas is. I yeah. feel like of like they have the talent at every position. Oh yeah. And,
1: and my breakdown of that game was, you know, if if Alabama's only laying 5, how many ch- how many chances really do you get to bet on Alabama -5. So even though I might have missed the two semifinal games, at least I got the two other games on Saturday, right, including Bama. I think you and Patty C went K State. I went Bama just cuz look, I mean just talent alone, they have a whole lot more than Kansas State.
0: True, and that's in New Orleans in the dome. That's one thing, man. Mm-hmm. When you put that speed, that's what I'm saying. That we shouldn't have games and bowl games in domes because you put that the speed, it it just favors one team way more than the other team in a lot of instances. Um, Iowa, Kentucky. Good <laughs> thing this wasn't in a dome because this was beautiful football as Iowa. I was scored 21 points in the second quarter. Offensive explosion? No. Defensive explosion. They had two pick-sixes. I <laughs> handicapped this game perfectly. I <laughs> said six I said they're going to get p- t- uh, two defensive touchdowns. I also said Kentucky's going to struggle to move the ball. Uh boom. We get it done. Uh and and I know people were saying why isn't Brian Fair? It's been fired yet? Well, he just went He just won what? I mean, this team wins like eight games every year.
1: Yeah, I mean really five years.
0: <laughs> I mean, again, look at look at the talent level.
1: Look at uh Kentucky's recruiting rankings compared to Iowa. No, yeah, now, I know Kentucky yeah. had a lot of players
0: opt out and oh, but so did but Iowa yeah. so did Iowa, yeah. Yeah. Uh hilarious game there. All right. Uh I wanted to touch base. Yeah, going back to that two lane game. I wanted to talk about something though before we get out of here. Uh Michael Pratt. Unbelievable like really good quarterback in the Group of 5 ranks. And I thought this was an interesting point. Uh Grayson McCall by the way announced he's returning to to uh Conway. Coastal Carolina. And Austin Une, Hell yeah. Austin bird. Une uh, to, is coming back to North Texas, decided no. not to transfer. And and Frank Frank uh Frank Harris, Frank Captain Harris uh of UTSA. Now, I don't know about Une, but I know the, the other ones I got I got NIL deals to keep them there. I think this is a perfect example of the system improving because now you, you look at a team like, I don't know, like Florida who definitely has way more resources from a, from a a university standpoint for sure. If Florida plays one of these teams, which I mean, this is all a hypothetical, but I think it's a perfect example of the sport getting better as far as spreading out the talent. You'd be hard pressed to say that they could beat UTSA or something because the best player on the field is going to be on UTSA. Them retaining those players, I think, has been a huge part of what we've seen this year on the field. Hopefully, that continues. I think
1: you might be right, and take it one step further. Once we have a larger playoff that opens more doors for more teams, that also might help balance out talent across the board.
0: Oh, and it also might help have the having the the quarterback at the group of five say, "Hey." it might make more sense for me to stay here at UTSA to make the playoff. than than go to say Arkansas. Yeah. You know, sure, sure. so thought that was interesting stuff there. All right. Well, uh, we got, what do we got this weekend? We got South Dakota state, North Dakota state and Frisco, Texas for the FCS national championship. We can't wait to break that down for you on uh what is that? We're going to do that. I think on Wednesday and then uh TCU, Georgia in That's Los, right. A- in Los
1: Angeles. Hey, we can't have a podcast without talking about this whole LSU scandal thing. Oh, is, it, hilarious. is it too soon to, to even discuss it? Cause I just saw one tweet. I saw your text. I haven't even digested it yet. What exactly? There was a sex party and that has a bunch of assistant coaches, recruits, current players. I mean, what?
0: Yeah. Keyshawn Bute who announced he was coming back, but I guess then he was asked to leave. Probably because um, of this, because yeah. all this happened, because that was kind of
1: funny that all of a sudden he wasn't playing in the bowl game, like a day or two before the bowl game.
0: Yeah. And we don't have a confirmation that this story is accurate, but I, uh, a lot of people are talking about this. If that makes uh, sense. Is it too
1: soon to yeah. even mention it or should we, <laughs> or should uh, we discuss it?
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it wouldn't shock me. It's his LSU man. <laughs> I mean, come on. Look, you might have stepped away from less miles, but if you if you, you make me you want me to believe that you're squeaky clean under Orgeron, not buying it. Brian Kelly leaving Notre Dame for LSU, you think he's just going to bring his Notre Dame culture to to LSU? No, it's the other way around. He's going to be like, hey, do what we got to do to win games and be like, uh, be you know, and beat Alabama and beat Georgia or whoever they can. So, wouldn't shock me one fucking bit. You so. So, I mean, was it this off season? Like I said, like I haven't even like got jumped
1: into it, but it seems interesting. I mean, is this a big deal? Wh- when did it take
0: place? Oh, I think it was during the sec championship when they were in Atlanta. Really? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like the, the, the reports are like, yeah, during the sec championship and a bunch of people got caught. And they even have the names that they're speculating. I don't know that we have a real credible source for this. What okay, you doing? So there Taking was a, a
1: sex party.
0: <laughs> Your phone is right up. Everyone's getting <laughs> ah, wh- whoops. <laughs> see, usually I can put
1: it like right like this, and yeah. nobody can see it. But I, I got a little too close there. <laughs> well, uh, I, I mean, I, I'm just I'm just reading it now. Uh, I mean, is this a is this a big deal? I mean, does this happen more often than we know about it? I mean, it's the age old thing. Like, Hey, come to this school. Look at all of our attractive yeah. co-eds. Yeah. You know, I don't uh, know. I don't know yet. I I'll, haven't read into it enough yet.
0: I'll wait till the stories are true. They're saying yeah. Jim Harbaugh might go to the Denver Broncos too. I, I tend to think that won't be true. Uh, last year happened. And I remember last year he even said, I thought he was playing hardball to get a contract and help their NIL game. Yeah. And our ball playing hard ball. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I kind of, w- I would be shocked this year if he took it because I think Michigan is a contender for the national championship next year. Their roster is going to be even better next year. Yeah. So, we said
1: next year's team should be better for sure.
0: I would be shocked if he took that. I'm not buying in that. If they offered, he's gone. I don't think yeah. so. I don't think so, but Hey, I've been wrong before. Uh, all right. Well, look, uh, I mean, anything else we, th- are we missing anything else here? Oh, how about uh Davis Brin? Go into uh, Georgia Southern. That's not bad. I mean, I know he, I know you hate him. I know you 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 just think a he's lawn the biggest chair. lawn
1: chair. He just he a, a lawn chair to moment. Beat the Buckeyes uh, last he, year, could have been a and, hero was a
0: zero. All right, <laughs> and it was but, Cincinnati. It was Cincinnati. Oh, Annie, well, Annie, yeah, right. and, and no, it was both. It was both. Yeah,
1: because Tulsa but, played Ohio State fairly close last year.
0: Yeah, but it was the Cincinnati game where he was at the one yard line. Gotcha. And, 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 and the the AAC championship game. And it's like, dude, you pussy. You didn't go. You know, you slid and you fumble the ball. The next play, all because you're a pussy. It's Um, almost like
1: Mac Jones's poor attempt at a tackle.
0: Yes, exactly, exactly. So, but I, I think the guy can put up big numbers, though.
1: He was slinging the rock this year before he got hurt at Tulsa. So I think it's a pretty good get for uh, Georgia Southern.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, And I think uh, I think that's pretty much pretty much all the news we got right there, it wasn't a big week of news I think
1: you know with the, everybody focusing on the uh, the playoff games it wasn't a, a crazy news well I guess we <laughs> it could be if these last two you know rumors might come true that'll be a, a huge yeah week of yeah. news but we'll probably cover that next week but uh yeah hey I think this is a pretty short podcast night just a quick reaction show and uh stay tuned come Wednesday
0: there we go. Let's go, Horn Frogs! Let's let's let, wait. What does uh, Behringer say in uh, Major League? It's only one thing left to do: win the whole fucking thing. All right, let's oh, go, Horn Frogs, man! That'd
1: be great, man. Come on, let's do it,
0: uh, folks. Subscribe to the College Football Experience. Remember, subscribe to the College Basketball Experience. I'll be live talking college hoops in about uh, two and a half hours. So. Check us out and uh, yeah, check out the college baseball experience. I know Noah Behnick's already starting to do some prep, some preseason prep as the season goes into full swing in February. We come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Subscribe there and uh, yeah, give us a follow on Twitter at T C E on SGPN. NC Nick's on Twitter at N C underscore underscore N I C K. I'm on Twitter at the D Give us all a follow. Get over to iTunes. It's been a great season. It was five-star review. Please. What do you got going on? Nothing. All right. You got nothing going on. All right. Uh, get on over there. It takes two minutes. You bozos do that. Get the S G P N app for free in the app store, or Google play store. And uh, also come talk college football with us. A lot of fun talking in the discord during the uh, the CFP. So hop on over there. Sports slash discord until then, until, until uh, Wednesday, where we'll be breaking down. Don't forget FCS national championship this weekend. South Dakota state, North Dakota state. Then on Monday, we got the big one from Los Angeles at that filthy, filthy dome, Georgia and TCU. We got you covered. This is the college football experience. You better start thinking about yours and we of here.
1: Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. The
0: only thing on my mind, Gene, was pussy. It's The I don't know. I I think the tide turning, I, see, as I remember, I was raised in the desert, but tides kind of, it's easy to see a tide turn. Did I say those words?